Welcome everyone to the CrossFit Madeira podcast. This is Coach Marco. I'm joined today by Jacoby and Danny, and we are here following our 9 a.m. class, getting ready to do a quick little podcast. How you guys doing today, Jacoby? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Danny? I'm feeling great, especially after the workout. <laughs> How was that workout, man? It was brutal. Um, yeah, we did, uh, what was it? We did pull-up practice first, uh, four sets, five with 90 seconds rest in between. And then the actual workout itself was 15 pushups, rest 30 seconds. What was the second movement? 15 pushups, rest 30 uh, seconds. Thrusters. 20, yeah. 20 thrusters. 20 dumbbell thrusters, rest 30 seconds. And double then, unders. yeah, double unders or single unders. Yeah, which ended up for me, it was single unders, so I had to do 80. And that took <laughs> the wind out of me. How'd you feel? <clears throat> Which, which one hurt the worst? You know, the, the thrusters have always been kind of uh, one of my weak spots. I like them, but I have a tendency to lose a lot of air in those. Yeah. So it was a very challenging workout for me today, just simply because of the the breathe, breathing that we had to get done in those two movements. As with anybody, I mean, people have been trying to hack thrusters since like the beginning of the CrossFit games. The closest thing that people have gotten is like, oh, breathe at the top, but it's like, Dude, it doesn't matter where you breathe. You're constantly moving on that movement. You're going to die. Yeah, I agree. I, You know what? Uh, to be honest with you, I gave up that theory of breathing at the top. <laughs> I just started breathing naturally and try to get a rhythm. And that seems to get me through them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really all it is for, for anything. The same as wall balls, you know? Yeah. Same with wall balls. They're basically the same movement. Mm-hmm. Jacoby, this is all like kind of newish to you. Yeah, this is... Um, I. I just do it and then try to survive. To be <laughs> like, I know there's always like proper breathing techniques, uh -huh. but for the most part, I did not know, you know, any proper breathing for a thrust. Bring this mic a little bit closer to you. Uh, right here, right here. Yeah, there you go. Awesome, awesome, cool, cool. Talking a little low, my bad. No, you're good. So, I mean, today, that was another thing for you is you, you are interning here across Madeira, you know, yep. just learning a little bit more about coaching in general and, and, um, I, I don't know, general gym, gymsmanship, if mm -hmm. you, if that's a thing. I'm getting a lot of experience. Yeah. How would you describe, you know, walking through today's workout today? Um, it was, it's good. I love the class, good energy all the time. I'll come in, get to see amazing people, of course. Uh, for the most part, the workouts, there. I always want to hop into them myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always good programming for sure. What do you think about um, your experience today as a coach or, you know, um, sub coach? You know, I'm, get, I'm getting, used to, getting used to it a little bit more. So just uh, public speaking, you know what I mean? Well, public speaking, that's what needs to work on. Yeah. But besides that, it was good. Good, good. And as far as like movements goes, cause we were talking about that for a minute. Like, I had you write up the warm up today and introduce it. What was harder, writing it or introducing it? Um, I feel like sometimes sometimes could be writing it, but today it was more of like introducing, getting through it, still trying to like focus my words, getting them out, you know. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm I'm really getting it down the writing up the warm ups for the program. Well, there you go. Well, that was a cool little intro to what we did today. But for those of you who don't know who we are, I am Coach Marco. I'm the 9 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. coach. I'm the guy who basically runs the CrossFit Madera social media. And uh, I'm the guy who you're listening to right now. 
right next to me. Jacoby, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm Jacoby. Uh, I'm also a member of Madeira Martial Arts. I train with them, and I've just been recently shadowing Marco, trying to become coach, uh, alternate, help you guys out. And we appreciate it. Danny, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself? I mean, this guy... This guy's got stories for days to tell. We were just talking about yeah, that. Yeah, I won't. I won't make. I, I won't go in. Go get into it that long, but I'll get into it as long. I'll give you a little history about myself. And I picked up my first weight when I was seventeen, and I I've been addicted ever since. So I've been through the powerlifting scene and the bodybuilding scene, and mm. in uh, several uh, sports I've been heavily involved in. And then uh, come uh, uh, right around fifty nine, I uh, needed a change in my life. For my training methods my body started breaking down and i ended up coming to crossfit madera and i i actually i met all the coaches there there there's marco there's uh um the owner of the club uh bo uh miracle um and joey and uh several of the other coaches but anyway i, I spent three years learning the system staying very light paying attention to the coaches uh during classes and getting the movements down. And I really found out that it gave me a new direction where I could go and, and still be very, very active because uh, the heavyweights was over for me. I had to realize that. Uh, so I, I took a, a different direction uh, towards what I call the breathing exercises because there's a lot of breathing yeah. in CrossFit, let me tell you. A lot of heavy breathing. So, yes. Yeah, so three years down the line, uh, Marco, uh, I, I came to Marco and I go, look, I, I want to uh, take the next step. So I've actually, um, Marco is my personal trainer now. I went to a couple other personal trainers before him, kind of got my grip on what personal training was about. And now I'm exclusively training with Marco to, uh, I want to take the next step for me in, in my career in fitness, my, my journey. Let's call it a journey in fitness. And, and that's where Marco and I are at right now. And that's what I love about Danny is that like, he's not just inspirational as a client. I don't just come in excited to train him like, oh, cool. Like I get to, I, I come in to every single class excited to train people. I'm always just about trying to get people to that next level, whatever it is for them. But with Danny, it's not just that. It's like, I want to grow up to be like Danny, man. I mean, he's in his early 60s and still kicking man i yeah. that's i think that's the goal for anybody it's hard to get there it's hard yeah. to get where you and trish yeah. are at well you know I, I i'm gonna i'm gonna say uh, sometimes i think it is hard sometimes but it's also it, it's a lifestyle that you pick up young yeah um which you guys are young and that's what you got to do and it i think it's just a matter of picking it up young and sticking with it and making it part of your lifestyle. How'd you and, maintain? You know, I just loved it. I just okay. love anything that has to do with picking up weights and testing my body strength. Yeah. And I really didn't know a lot about aerobics. Yes, I knew some aerobics. I've got an extensive career in water skiing and I've also uh, worked in the rodeo mm -hmm. world. That's kind of a weird deal, but yeah, I spent uh, quite a few years rodeoing. And nice. <clears throat> so I've had a mixture of skills that I've used throughout my career, but, but, uh, fitness has always been the backbone for everything that mm -hmm. I do without fitness. I, I can't do anything else. 
So it's my number one goal in my life has always been fitness. I let the sports, the sports that I play mm. surround fitness. So your mentality is what you get kept you going through all these years. Definitely my yeah. mentality. I live with my grandparents. Going. And so they, my grandpa, he's 75 and my grandma's 70. And so they always talk about, you know, wanting to get back in shape. But my grandpa's a busy man. He was still works in San Francisco, comes back on the weekends. And both of them, they always talk about wanting to get getting back in shape or living a healthier lifestyle, you know? Yeah. And so I'm telling them it's possible, you know, it's yeah. definitely possible. I have people here that yeah the, 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 you have to commit yourself yeah. it's just like your grandpa committing himself to go uh, back and forth to work and that's another thing that i've used throughout my life if i go to work i go to the gym mm. those two things mm. never change stay committed that, stay committed if i go to work i go to the gym and nice. that is what's really kept me going through the years for sure and i think another thing that you touched on is you know you can't get bored you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you have to continue to look. Yeah. I know for me, uh, I started in mixed martial arts and it wasn't even, I mean, it was partly to get fit, but I was already pretty skinny. I was already, you know, I looked the way I wanted to look ish. Mm. Um, but it was just trying something fun. And that to me is the biggest difference between coming in here to do a CrossFit class or do a martial arts class versus like going to go do your routine at the gym is like you come here and you do something fun you are actively engaged in in an experience with yeah. with a whole bunch of other people and there's no room to like zone out and think about your day and worry or anything yeah. like that like you are locked in and if you're not there's going to be a coach in front of you like hey what the heck are you doing mm -hmm. you got you got to pay attention right now this is what we're doing you know yeah I totally agree with you that you've got peers yeah. around you and you can't slow down when there's peers around you or you look weak. And that's a mentality that people get when they gather together in a class atmosphere. Yeah, it's really hard to stay down and out when you got this gym. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The gym has helped out a lot, especially for me. You know, it's been nice. I'm going to check on the camera real quick. But uh, Jacoby, tell us a little bit about how you got started in martial arts in general. Like, how'd you... Because I know you have a little bit of experience before you came over to Chris. Yeah. But yeah. you've grown a lot here for sure. Uh, yeah. I started started martial arts when I was six years old. I was doing baseball, well, you know, a little t-ball, little sports here and there. But for the most part, what I liked the most was uh, was karate, you know. And uh, my grandpa, my great grandpa, and his grandpa, you know, they're all boxers. They, they came from the Philippines. They all boxed in the Philippines. And just growing up, they... Uh, we would always watch martial arts movies. Me and my grandpa, he was a fighter. So naturally I just like gravitated towards karate. And after a while, I kind of got tired of the whole just uh, point sparring. Cause in Kempo, you do a lot of point sparring. The first person to hit gets the point and then it's broken up. So I did that from six all the way up until I was 12, 13. And then I had surgery on both of my feet and after that, I was like, you know what? I'm healed. I want to get into something more of a combat sport because karate is a contact sport, but it's not a combat sport. And I feel like MMA was just the most realistic thing to do. I got into karate because of self-defense and what's better than karate, you know, MMA. So like you could be surrounded or be uh, disciplined in every aspect and take care of yourself outside of the gym. And when I turned 14, I started at 
No Limit Mixed Martial Arts. Um, I don't know if you guys know him, Phil. I think that's the Phil, yeah. Started with him, and then that's how I met Andrew the first time, and did that 15, 16. Then Phil had left, and Thrive MMA, Chris, first time ever. That's when I met him, but I was young. I was a kid, you know, 15. A lot of change was happening, and I just, instead of ad adapting, I just, you know, I folded. But I was young. I got back to it. I'm here now, so all that matters. And yeah, I definitely grown a lot. This place, there were martial arts made, definitely made me a better martial artist. Definitely. So I checked up on that camera, and it's just the memory card that's full, but that's not a big deal. But so is it still running? No, but yeah. it's okay. The okay, rest of this yeah. will just be audio. The video will cut off at a certain point, probably like about seven minutes or so. Um, so it's a time card that you got to keep that camera going. Yeah, yeah. Like the main issues with a lot of like recording, a lot of film. Yeah, is the memory. Well, card. this is gonna take some time. Yeah, it's not gonna happen overnight. No, no. And that's why, I mean, that's why we're just doing this. We're testing yeah, it out. Yeah this, is, yeah, this is fun. It's nice. Yeah, man. First, the first ease, the yeah. nerves coming out, you know what uh -huh. I mean? Talking Get about it. it. You know, it's funny though. I was listening to your story and um, I was actually at No Limit, probably the same time you were there. Phil yeah. Flathers, that was my first MMA coach. Yeah, I was I, I was there when I was about like 18. So probably like a few years older than you. And um, that was my first time ever even going into like that kind of gym atmosphere. Yeah. Cause my thing, I got into all this because I got mugged when I was like 16 Damn. and yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. for me, it was traumatic because it's like, I'd never been made to feel like less than a man, mm. you a know, victim. a victim. Exactly. A I victim. never, I never thought of myself that way until I was made to feel that way until it was like, dude, like when it comes down to it, you can't defend yourself. Mm. You know, you're, you're helpless. Um, and so I don't want to feel that way anymore. So I just went in and I took a, I took an, MMA class and and from like the day one I, I was pretty much hooked I was already a big fan because my family a lot like yours kind of has that history of fighting my grandpa was a boxer and he got knocked out and he quit mm. and my uncle was a boxer and then he got knocked out and he quit and then he became a coach and then none of his guys stayed super consistent so it just turned into this whole thing where you know eh, boxing's not for us is what my family thought and then I got into it and and I loved it, but the reason I had to quit was I was in a car accident and it just, I mean, when Phil left, I was training on my own. Mm. And then I remember a bunch of guys opened that gym back up as Thrive. And uh, that's where I met Chris for the first time. Yep. He was training this guy who I went to high school with. Shout out to Fast Freddie Mendez. Um, that dude's super cool. But I, that's basically who I met Chris through. And... I had a car accident while I was training there. I was coaching other people and I just didn't feel like I was getting any better. I was like, what am I even, what am I even doing here? You know, mm. I think at the time I was like 21, maybe, maybe 21, maybe 20. And I was like, I'm kind of tired of getting hit in the head. I, um, you know, I just want to feel better. Mm. I was sore all the time. I, I just wasn't happy. So I was like, let me, let me try to find something different. And I knew about this place because we had come in to train back when there was a boxing gym inside the CrossFit gym. And so I came in here and I talked to Garrett and I was like, Hey, I just want to try out a class. And Garrett from like day one was like taking selfies with us after class. He was super hyped. He, he like made me want to stay here. 
and I brought friends here. I was super hyped to be here. I trained here for about two and a half years before Bo uh, approached me and said, hey man, like he came into my work at the time. I worked at Lowe's and he said, dude, like if you don't like this job, you you should quit because I'll offer you a coaching job mm. and you'll be doing what you love. You'll be having a way better time. Like why, why are you going to stick around here? And he was right. Like I, I hated my job and he offered me a job that was going to work with my school schedule. I was going to school at the time and he offered me a job that I was, I didn't even know I was going to love it. I wasn't just going to like it. I was going to love it. And I've been here ever since for about like the last three years. Mm-hmm. And Danny yeah, came you to must us. have started right, right about when I came. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I started coaching right when you came. <clears throat> One of the first videos yeah. I ever did was your testimony way back in the day. That's right. You mm-hmm. came in and did that testimony. Man, that's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Years yeah. freaking fly, man. Yeah, they do. And Danny, how'd you find out about us? I don't think I ever Bo, asked you that. Bo? Yeah, I used to lift with Bo occasionally over at uh, the gym. Um, oh, it used to, it's uh, Fitness Republic. Yeah. When Bo was in there. Uh-huh. And he invited me over several times. And I, ah, that CrossFit stuff. <laughs> I'm not interested in it. And then, like I said, I went through a period there where I started breaking down and, and I knew I needed to, to make a change and I wouldn't make that change on my own. I, I knew that I was going to have to learn it. This one I was going to have to learn. So mm-hmm. I came in and talked to Bo, sat through a whole class, my wife and I, Claudia, and uh, um, we decided, okay, let's give it a try. So we started coming and uh, Claudia isn't coming right now all because of the whole COVID thing. She um, She works for the health department, so... That's okay. another story. But anyway, that's how we got started. And I got an addictive personality anyway. So, and I found something that I really liked. I liked being around the people. The atmosphere was really cool. And it, it just drove me to uh, make this part of my life. It's- yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the key difference between this gym and any other gym is that like you come here and it doesn't just, it's not just a gym. It's not just a $20 membership where you come in, get your routine, you're done. You know, you don't just walk into class. You walk into class, you say hi to coach, you say hi to everybody in the squares next to you, you know, working out next to you. Yeah. And uh, you all go through the workout and, you know, bitch and complain together. And, and it's, it's a fun time, you know. I have a good time every single time. I even have fun when members complain about the workouts. You know, I have a laugh at it mm. um, because I've been there. I've, I've been... The guy who, oh my God, we have 30 back squats for time at 135. You don't think 30 back squats are all that bad until you got to do them as fast as you possibly can for time and the first 10 kill your legs, you know? Just like the thrusters today. Yeah, exactly. 20 thrusters. But yeah, we did them. We do them and and we continue to do them. So that's that's the other thing is that people constantly would say to me, like, you do CrossFit? You're crazy. What? You're going to get hurt. What are you doing? That whole CrossFit thing. And I'd be like, well, I haven't gotten hurt yet. In fact, I didn't get hurt doing CrossFit workouts. I got hurt powerlifting. I hurt my back. Um, Just being stubborn, being stupid. That's why I tell people all the time, like, if you're not well rested, um, don't lift with your ego. Because I wasn't doing a high intensity workout. I I was just lifting. But I hadn't slept. I was stressed out. And I was I was angry. You know, that's when you get hurt. You don't get hurt because you're going fast. Mm-hmm. You know, 
I've never seen anybody go that fast where they get hurt here at this gym. Another like another thing, um, my, my friend Montoya hurt himself while doing a power clean and like at a Madeira High football gym, you know, like it's just a football, the football weight room, you know, and it's like so many people, such a like, I feel like a toxic environment, yeah. weightlifting and just like how everybody, you know, just treats everyone. And there's like a, a, a ranking system, like, like an ego thing. Everybody has superiority over somebody else, you know, mm. and like my, where I come from, like that, I don't matter the way you just, it's just football. You feel me? Yeah. But like the coaches, man, they did not care how you lifted as long as you were lifting. If you yeah. were moving it, you were fine. Is doesn't if you were if you were lifting too light, you're gonna get chewed out. You have to be lifting heavy. Doesn't matter how you lift it as long as you did it. And Montoya, my friend, he trains got him to train at Madeira Martial Arts, but he uh, broke his broke his arm or his collarbone. Ooh. Yeah. On clean. Yep. Just because just poor coaching, man. Poor coaching. Yeah. And I heard definitely hurt myself too. <laughs> They have my and first, that's a, go ahead. That's that's a problem with uh, high school coaching. Is uh, there's a don't get me wrong. There's a lot of really super good high school coaches out there, and uh, guys that know a lot about it. But like you said, that ranking system, the kids kind of can have a tendency to take over, and the coaches can follow, and they can get into that mm -hmm. ranking system. And the biggest, strongest guy is yeah. the best, so everybody tries to do it. And they forget about their mm -hmm. technique and then they get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the worry that people have coming into like a CrossFit gym is that, you know, they see the concrete walls, they see the big weights that slam on the ground and they're like, ah, I don't know about this. But it's mm -hmm. like you have to pay your dues before you get to that. Before yeah, you're able definitely. to slam that bar, you have to mm -hmm. lift the tens. You have to lift the bar itself. The main difference between like coming in and working out with you and you training me is that like you made sure I had the technique down. Yeah. You worked up the weight. Well, compared to when I first hurt myself in the weight room in the football in football yeah. PE, you know, is um they had us doing something ridiculous. I'm, I was not even. I think I was, I was 150. I was five pounds heavier, but like not, I had no type of muscle on me. I was just a little chub. And they had behind the neck presses with 45s on each side. What a 30 or 45 pound bar. Yeah. You know, it's just how are we going to do 10 of those at a high school level? Like 45 pounds. Like, what are you guys doing? Not only that, forget like a high school level, but just you weighed 150. You weighed as much as the bar. How are you going to press that over your head? Behind if you don't neck. have behind, behind the neck is rough. That's, like, that's a rough place from a to squatting from a back squat position. You would have to, they, they were forcing us to do stupid stuff. You yeah. don't get that here. The, no. All the coaches no, are going to make sure yeah. that you do it right. And that's what CrossFit is famous for. <clears throat> even though a lot of people don't realize it yet and they are there is a stigma out there that crossfit can be very damaging to your body but this gym is not going to damage you because they want you to come back the very next day mm -hmm. and that's the difference oh, yeah. is is that if you don't come back the next day and you don't keep your your uh, uh membership then the doors are going to close well that ain't happening here they're going to keep their doors open and, and uh, they're going to train you in the right fashion. I mean, I walked in here as beat up as you could possibly be. And I, and I made it dude. And his overhead <laughs> squat is better than ever. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm of the belief that like CrossFit definitely isn't for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, not everybody, not everybody wants to do Olympic lifting, yeah. but that's the beauty of it is you don't have to do Olympic lifting. If you come here, we want people to get better at it, but if you don't want to, there's so many substitutions for an overhead squat. And you guys always scale it down. Yeah. 
you always give us the options to do uh, whatever we want if we've got to scale it down. That's the nice thing. And if you decide to do Olympic lifting, we pretty much just guarantee that you are going to get better at it. Because I've seen everyone here who puts the time in get better at it. I've seen you get better, Angie, Ty, Angel, Mel, you know, even people who have been here for a really long time, like uh, Miriam Gaeta, she comes here usually 5.30 p.m. She She's not the most consistent, but she's been here for as long as I've been here. And um, mm. dude, she probably wouldn't admit it, but her technique has gotten a whole lot better in these last couple of years. And she's a soccer mom. She has three boys. You know, she she lives this whole other life. She just comes in, does CrossFit on the side. That's what it can be. People think that the only way to get good is to dedicate your whole life to it. And it's like, you really don't. It's only a couple hours. So it's, a, it's an hour a day. Mm. Yeah. That's it. It's an hour a day. Every single day is not Olympic lifting either. It's yeah. maybe. It doesn't have to be an hour every day. It can be an hour a day, uh, three days a week. Yeah. Two days. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's the recommended amount of exercise they tell kids to get? They say 30 minutes a day. It's like, what? 30 minutes a day? How? How do you get through your whole day with just 30 minutes of moving around? I got to move around for at least an hour, hour and a half. Mm. Takes me 30 minutes to get moving. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know? So I just think in general, the whole country is confused about what fitness is supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. You're supposed yeah. to feel better when you leave the gym. Sometimes you leave sore, but most of the time you're supposed to be feeling better and you're supposed to change. Mm. Those are three, in my opinion, three biggest things about fitness. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to change you. You're supposed to feel better. A lot, of, a lot of my friends, you know, I want to work out. I want to work out. And I take them to the gym. You know, I was like, okay, you want to work out? Let's go to the gym together. Let's mm. go. Let's go lift over. It's like, no, you're going to kill me. I was like, no, 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 no. We're just there to get better. We're going to have a good time. We're going to, you know, just get moving. That's the mm. goal. It's just to get active, not kill yourself in the gym. It's it's going to hurt. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie and tell people that, you know, oh, if you come here, we'll work your body out for you. I'll bend your knee. Like, no, man, mm. you got to put the work in, but. Yeah, growth is uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good line right there. Growth is not comfortable. That's a rocky line. Very that good. is. Yeah. Growth is uncomfortable. Growth is not comfortable. Yeah. You can't you can't grow while being comfortable. Definitely not. Uh. -uh. So let's let's get some closing statements in. I mean, if you were to just say something about your fitness journey, as you know, as you pass through this gym, because that that's my firm belief is that this gym is just another step in everyone's fitness journey. And if you stick around here. For a lifetime, that's awesome. But if we're just, you know, getting you, getting you by, that's that's great too. What would you say has been the biggest contribu contribution that CrossFit Madera has played to your fitness journey? Um, I I'd say I've been. I feel like I have two little two little ruts. You know, everyone has some ruts in their life. The first time, I just like I let it take over. You know, I didn't do too much about it. I just like was kind of in the sorrow. You know what I mean? Not really trying to better myself. But then second rut came around and I was like, you know, instead of just missing practice or something, I'm going to turn, you know, just turn to the gym, put everything I have into the gym. And it just spit me out a better person, man. It was just honestly like one of the best decisions I made. Because if I didn't push myself, I wouldn't be in this position that I am today. You know, like a lot of doors have opened up for me, definitely within the past six months. Danny, I think for me, it's a little bit different. Uh, I think it's community, number one. And number two is education. 
for me. That's that's my journey is to learn and to be around around alike people like me. Mm. That I mean that plain and simple. It's really yeah. it's really a family at this gym. Or yes. Yeah. Is. No, it really is. I mean, um, we had a guy come in who's like a traveling um, salesman. He was selling pre-workout and supplements stuff like that and he's like hey can i drop in and do a workout and i was like yeah sure you know and um his name was david and i remember i introduced him to everyone in the class and at the time i had like 14 people in my class so i go this is ty angie audrey andrea uh richard santino um whoever else was in the class i can't remember off the top of my head but he goes dude how do you remember all those names i'm like i don't just remember all those names i remember every single member's name here and it's not because that's my job it's because every single member here has had an impact on my life as a coach i need to know what their injuries are i need to know what their likes are what their dislikes are you know so i can program warm-ups that they'll like that they won't like that'll challenge them so for me i think you know before before i worked here I thought I was going to work in journalism and and interacting with people became so routine. I was almost desensitized to it. I didn't care. I was like, oh, this person's name is Joe Schmo, whatever. Mm. So the biggest thing that this has done for me is it's allowed me to reconnect with people and see people for people. It's it's made me care for people again. Mm. That's what this yeah. gym has done. So, all right, we're going to cut the podcast right there. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the CrossFit Madera podcast with your host, Coach Marco, my guest, Jacoby, and... Danny. And we'll see you next time at the gym.